Hey there, I'm Becca Campbell, your pediatric sleep consultant, and this is the Little Z Sleep Podcast, where I'm committed to keeping it real with you about sleep training. Yeah, I kind of respun that intro because I'm actually not digging into a sleep strategy today and sharing tips. I am getting real, and this is actually something I hear said about me that I love. I actually had a former client share that I'm actually a ninja masquerading as a suburban mom (laughs) Um, coming to steal those night wakings and get rid of them. And I love that because that's really my hope is I'm your accountability buddy. I'm your coach. I'm in your earbuds week to week. And it's truly my hope and the mission of what I do to eradicate any idea that you have to be a tired mom. You guys have been around with me long enough to know that I'm not about buying in to the hashtag tired mom. It's all about making sleep a thing and that babies can sleep. Babies want to sleep. Now, that's a rabbit trail on its own. That will be a podcast on its own. Today, I'm sharing about becoming real with you because this is the most intimate I have ever been on this podcast. It's helpful that as I record this, I am by myself in a low lighting room with a candle and my water, no wine, my water, and I want to be able to share with you my journey of breastfeeding. In the early years when I used to do a quick 15-minute call with anybody who wanted to work with me, I would actually have several of those families ask if I nursed my children. And this would be at the end of our talk. Like I would be sharing with them how I could help them, what service I could provide for them. And I had a few of them come back and say, yeah, but did you nurse your child? And they had no idea what they were asking. They had no idea how that made me feel. And I would always share, my nursing journey has nothing to do with your child's ability to sleep. And I firmly believe that. But because I want to be transparent with you, I want to share with you why I did not breastfeed our girls. I certainly tried. So if we want to back up, gosh, oh my goodness, it's almost been five years. Um, She'll be five in September. So my oldest daughter, Ellie, will be five in September. And of course, as a first-time mom, like I just assumed this was going to be fine. Like I assumed we would nurse. It would be great. I even worked out how I could um, pump at work. I even found this like amazing Medela pump on clearance for whatever reason at Target. And I was so proud of it and I was just all ready to go. But of course, that was before I even had a baby, right? We have all these grandiose ideas before the baby actually arrives. And as you can guess, I had to throw all those expectations out of the window. So from the beginning in the hospital, we had some latching issues, but that's pretty typical. I met with a lactation consultant there at the hospital. She gave me some pointers. She showed me how to latch, la di da di da I had a really just hard birth with her anyway, so I was more so focused on my pain and trying to overcome that. And then also let's throw in the fact that I have to nourish my baby. Obviously, you've been there. It's a lot. So we transitioned home. I had a lactation consultant who was a friend of mine. She came over to the house multiple times a week to show me, to guide me, to help me out. It was rough. It was 
awful. This, I believe, was also the exact same time I realized I have no idea what I'm doing here. I had no idea that my baby was exhausted. I, yes, kept Ellie up for hours on end because she, in my opinion, wasn't tired. Oh my gosh, I had a lot to learn. And this compounded with, of course, not sleeping at night, not being able to breastfeed very well, trying anything. And so about week three, my lactation consultant suggested that I start pumping just to see what I could get, if we could start to build some supply. So around that time, yes, I started pumping and she came over and took a look at what I had, which was hardly anything. Like I pumped all throughout the day and I got like maybe four to five ounces I was exhausted. Um, I didn't really know what I was doing. I cried a lot. I was frustrated a lot. And it was week six of me trying to trying to breastfeed. I had stopped trying to pump because I hated it. I was trying to do anything. And I remember Chad said, why can't we try formula? And I thought, I don't know, but I don't think I'm supposed to. I just had this thing in my head because all of my friends around me were breastfeeding. They were all stay-at-home moms who breastfed their babies exclusively, no bottles. I didn't really have any other resources at the time to understand, like, what even type of formula would you use? What is that like? I guess I just wasn't Googling. I don't know. I was exhausted. I couldn't feed my baby. She was screaming. And at six weeks, thank goodness, Chad sat me down and was like, hey, we need to change something. I need to be able to help you. And this is, I believe, what we should do. And I was so grateful for that. So we switched at six weeks to formula. And it was the best thing I had ever done. I could have Chad feed her. She stopped screaming because apparently she was starving. She was absolutely ready to eat. Now we had to tackle the sleep part. And you know that story if you go back to the beginning of my podcast, but it was this foundation of she couldn't even eat. And that was hard. Um, I think I've blocked some of those thoughts and some of those things that happened. I just remember the screaming. I don't really remember how I was feeling. (laughs) Um, So from six weeks on, Ellie was always on formula and bottles. And yes, that was definitely helpful as I went back to work. And that's what was best for us. So I love hearing stories about moms who are exclusively breastfeeding or pumping exclusively, whatever you're doing, that is best. And that's, I love that movement. And I love that statement. And I will always believe that that's true. So then came Hattie and I was definitely excited to try it again because I knew a little bit more. I definitely knew the sleep stuff. And I thought, okay, I'm going to do it this time. I am going to really dig in and I am going to breastfeed. I wanted to give it with Ellie. My goal was six months and we did it six weeks. With Hattie, my goal was also six months and I think we did it for six minutes. So when Hattie was born, we were also moving in three weeks after she was born to Virginia. So we're in the hospital and the lactation consultant comes to see me. I'll never forget this, but she asked me, okay, let's go ahead and show me how you're nursing baby so we can check out her latch. So I took off my nursing bra and I will never forget. She said, oh, (laughs) 
Like, oh my gosh, that is not what you want to hear, right? Like you just had a baby, you're exposed everywhere. Like you don't care who sees you naked at this point because you just had a baby. But when your lactation consultant says, oh, (laughs) okay. So apparently we didn't know this with my first, but I just don't basically have boobs to feed my baby. Okay. Chad edits this podcast. So I know he's going to be like, this is TMI, but come on guys, we're all moms here. We're real. Um, yeah, apparently I'm just not built for that. So she told me, okay, you are going to need the hospital grade pump. And remember how I told you, you would maybe need to pump like two to three times a day. Yeah. You're going to need to pump after every single feed, which, you know, in newborn life is like every two hours. So here I am. She leaves me to go get some more materials. Here I am in the hospital room with no one in there except for me and my newborn baby a hospital grade pump that's large and in charge. And I am flipping out. Now, you guys have to understand that I'm a people pleaser. So for whatever reason, because of my crazy hormones and because of who I am, the only thing that was going through my mind at that point was how I was going to disappoint the lactation consultant because I'm not about to do that. Oh my gosh, like seriously. So my nurse came in who was the sweetest and I'm crying and she says, what's the matter? And I said, I can't do this and I can't disappoint her. (laughs) Again, crazy hormones. And I remember that sweet nurse sat beside me and said, oh my goodness, honey, you do not need to worry about what she thinks. I will be right back. And so she wheeled that hospital grade pump out of there and brought me bottles of Similac. And that was, that was that. That was my breastfeeding journey with Hattie. And I have to share all of this with you because I firmly believe that fed is best. And I'm so thankful that we live in 2019. And let me just be even more transparent by saying that I believe we have cultivated this audience here on Little Z's that also believes that, that you're not judging me right now because I was unable to breastfeed. I am grateful for all of the different journeys that you guys have taken. And I'm thankful that you're entrusting me with your child's sleep. So I really, really, really do not think that my breastfeeding journey or lack thereof has anything to do with your child's sleep. In fact, we are all moms on different journeys, and I am fully confident that we are here to support and lift each other up. And that's what I hope to do on this podcast. So while today's episode had nothing to do with sleep strategies, just sharing a personal story, I'm thankful that you're here with me. I'm thankful that you share these podcasts with your friends. I'm thankful for the ratings you review because it means the world. As a mom who five years ago thought that I couldn't do anything right, I didn't know how to get my baby to sleep. I didn't know how to feed my baby. I didn't know what to do. I cannot even imagine if I had told that version of myself five years ago where I would be right now. And I cannot thank you enough for being a part of this journey with me. So now it's your turn. I want to hear your journey. You can head on over today on Instagram and on my Facebook page. And I want to hear your story. You'll see a post today all about that. And I want to know your story so we can be here to encourage one another. Y'all, thank you for being here today. And I cannot wait to see you next time. Sweet dreams.